Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Saturday, July 15th. We'll start it off, as always, with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. Our first IL placement is starting pitcher Shane Bieber of the Guardians being placed on the 15-day IL with right elbow inflammation. It's not an ideal diagnosis for Bieber, so he may be out for an extended period. Third baseman Jose Miranda of the Twins was placed on the 10-day IL with a right shoulder impingement. Miranda has dealt with shoulder issues all year, which has held him to just a 58 WRC plus at the major league level. Donovan Solano should fill in at the hot corner for the Twins in Miranda's absence. And lastly, relief pitcher AJ Minter of the Braves was placed on the 15-day IL with left shoulder inflammation. With both of the top setup options in Atlanta hitting the IL, after Nick Anderson hit the IL, Joe Jimenez, Colin McHugh, and Kirby Yates should see an influx of holds opportunities. In terms of news, starting pitcher Quinn Priester of the Pirates is expected to make his major league debut on Monday versus the Guardians. He is MLB Pipeline's number 53 prospect. Later in that series, starting pitcher Logan Allen is expected to be recalled Tuesday to start in Pittsburgh as Shane Bieber's rotational replacement. And lastly, starting pitcher Bryce Miller will be activated to start today versus the Tigers, while starting pitcher Shane McClanahan will have his return pushed to tomorrow. And before we look at yesterday's notable performances, have you checked out Underdog Fantasy? Well, it's time to step up to the plate and show off your baseball knowledge and fantasy skills. Check out Underdog Fantasy's Pick'em games from now through August 27th. With our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S, all caps, one word, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Just check the description of this episode for the sign-up link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST when you sign up. In terms of suggestions for the Pick'em games, we'll look at yesterday's results first. I had Kyle Farmer as my hitter. He went three for five with a run, a home run, a double, and three RBI, and my pitcher was Andrew Abbott, who tossed six innings, allowing three hits, two run runs, two walks, and three Ks. So you can trust me, guys. Some players I'll be targeting today include Nathaniel Lowe, He's squaring off against Tanner Bybee and the Guardians. Bybee struggles with his control from time to time with a 31st percentile 9.1% walk rate. Lowe, meanwhile, is one of the most patient hitters in the game with a 12% walk rate that's in the 85th percentile. Lowe will be getting on base at least once today. And my pitching option is Tommy Henry. He is starting in Toronto and he has a 1.48 ERA in his last four starts, but that's not it. On the season, his 1.45 home runs per nine is in the 38th percentile among starters. 
However, the Blue Jays have just 14 homers this year versus left-handed pitchers, by far the fewest in baseball. Therefore, I think Henry has better luck on fly balls and continues his hot streak today. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the description, use promo code PITCHERLESS, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us via the Pick'em Games and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. You must be 18 years or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Now we can look at the notable performances from Saturday, a day in which we had a packed slate of 18 games. The Rays and Royals participated in a doubleheader. So did the Padres and Phillies. And the Cardinals and Nationals had a semi-doubleheader where they resumed a suspended game and played their scheduled game for Saturday. Starting off with their hitters and leading off with Ronald Acuna Jr., who did all he could, but the Braves lost to the White Sox. He went three for five with a pair of long balls. He scored twice, knocked in three runs, and added a stolen base for the combo meal. It's up to 23 home runs and 43 stolen bases on the year. His first home run traveled 426 feet with a 108 mile per hour exit velocity. He also recorded two batted balls north of 111 miles per hour. Acuna picked up his historic season right where he left it off before the all-star break. We've only ever seen two seasons in which a player recorded at least 30 homers and 50 steals. And like I said, Acuna's already at 23 and 43 with more than two months to go. Eric Davis in 1987 and Barry Bonds in 1990 were the only other players ever with 30 homers and 50 steals in a season. On top of being tied for the MLB lead in steals, Acuna's also pacing the field with 82 runs, which is eight more than the next guy. He's also MLB's leader in F4 at 4.8, and that's not even counting yesterday's performance, and he has the highest OPS in the National League at 1,005. I haven't talked about Acuna much on first pitch this year because that's being covered on basically every other outlet and on every other podcast, but I felt he deserved at least one tip of the cap from me. Kerry Carpenter had a big game for the Tigers in Seattle as he helped his team to a win going deep twice scoring twice and knocking in four runs he's up to 11 home runs on the year his second home run was pretty spectacular traveling 431 feet with a 106.1 mile per hour exit velocity it was the fourth furthest hit ball of the day despite playing in T-Mobile Park on Saturday the worst park for left-handed hitters Carpenter still found a way to go deep twice he's been a consistent source of power this year when healthy and has done so without dragging down any fantasy team's averages the left-handed slugger is batting 269 on the year after Saturday Saturday's performance and despite playing in a less than ideal ballpark in Detroit with a less than stellar lineup Carpenter has been batting cleanup every day which is huge for his run producing numbers despite the environment he's been able to limit his punch outs and has solid stat cast metrics so I'd expect Carpenter to be a fantasy contributor that should be rostered in most 15 team mixed leagues and lastly Jose Siri had a big day in Kansas City as the Rays swept the double header in the first game Siri went two for four with a pair of solo home runs and then 0 for five in the latter game. He's up to 18 home runs on the year now. Both of his home runs had an exit velocity of at least 100 miles per hour, and the inclusion of power into series game this year has been huge for his fantasy value. His 18 dingers and 7 swipes have come in just 57 games, which is a 54 home run, 21 stolen base across a full season of 162 games. Obviously, I'm not mentioning his 216 average, which has hurt teams in that category, and Siri will likely remain a low average hitter as long as he continues to strike out a third of the time, but that was known entering the 
the season, so fantasy managers have likely been able to account for that with high batting average players to offset series low batting average. He will be one of the top power and speed options for the remainder of the season. Siri is just one of three players with at least 200 plate appearances with a barrel rate north of 16.5% and at least seven steals, joining Shohei Otani and Jack Suwinski. Pretty solid company. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable hitting performances on Saturday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances from Saturday. There were a lot of notable pitching performances on Saturday, so we're going to do a rapid fire section to make sure all of the pitchers get their due. Starting off with Spencer Strider versus the White Sox. He took home the tough luck loss, tossing six innings, allowing eight hits and five earned runs, but he didn't walk anybody and he struck out 10. He racked up 26 whiffs and a 39% CSW, those 26 whiffs earned him the golden goal as he led baseball in that category. Framer Valdez had a big game in LA. He had a no decision, tossing six and a third innings, allowing seven hits and five earned runs and two walks, but he made up for it by striking out 13. He had 23 whiffs and a 43% CSW, which earned him the King Cole as he had the highest CSW on the day. He tied his career high with those 13 strikeouts. Michael Lorenzen had a big game in Seattle, earning the win, tossing six and two thirds scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and five walks while striking out seven. He had 11 whiffs and a 26% CSW, and he's set out to prove that he was worth the all-star selection. Freddie Peralta had a big game in Cincinnati as the Reds continue to struggle. He earned the win, tossing six scoreless innings, allowing just one hit and two walks while striking out six. He racked up 10 whiffs and a 31% CSW. Blake Snell continued his streak of incredible pitching as despite the Padres' loss, he took home a no decision, and he tossed five scoreless innings, allowing just three hits and three walks while striking out seven. He induced 17 whiffs with a 40% CSW and Snell has surrendered just four runs across his last 10 starts. And in that span, he owns a 0.62 ERA and a 40% strikeout rate in 58 innings. It's really getting bonkers. And I wonder if he can push this throughout the second half and earn his second Cy Young award. Some negative starts. George Kirby struggled versus the Tigers, allowing six runs across five innings on eight hits and one walk while striking out just four. He had 12 whiffs and a 28% CSW. This was probably his second worst start of the season. James Paxton had one of his worst starts of the season in Chicago as he took home the loss, tossing just three innings, allowing six earned runs on three hits and three walks with four strikeouts. He had 11 whiffs and 22% CSW, and that ended a stretch of seven starts with three earned runs or fewer for Paxton. He was bit by the long ball surrendering four dingers in just three innings. Pablo Lopez also struggled in a cushy matchup in Oakland, but the Twins still got the win. Pablo tossed five and two-thirds innings, allowing eight hits and seven earned runs with three walks and seven strikeouts. He had 15 whiffs and a 30% CSW not a great start to the second half. And lastly, we'll wrap things up with two unknown pitchers that had big strikeout games. Johan Oviedo earned a no decision, tossing seven innings, allowing just one hit, one run, and three walks while striking out 10 to tie his career high. He had 18 whiffs and a 29% CSW. And lastly, Alec Marsh did all he could versus the Rays, but it wasn't enough as he took home the loss, a tough luck one at that, tossing six innings, allowing five hits, two and runs, and one walk. And he struck out 11 with 16 whiffs and a 27% CSW. This was just his third big league start so he set a career high with those 11 strikeouts but if you'd like a breakdown of every single starting pitching performance from saturday there were there were 36 of them give the plus pitch podcast a listen and check out nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on pitcherlist.com now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves starting off with these saves guys felix batista got number 25 clay Holmes saved number 11 pete fairbanks saved his 10th ball game kennel raven went for number eight working around three hits and a run you want Duran saved ball game number 14 as he lit up the pitch velocity leaderboard. Raldis Chapman threw the fastest pitch of the day at 102.5 miles per hour as he earned his third save. Will Smith got five outs across.
across the seventh and eighth prior to Chapman, but I wouldn't act too soon. But this could be an indication of a changing of the guard in Texas. Craig Kimbrell got saved number 15. Devin Williams got saved number 22. And lastly, Camilo Duvall got saved number 28 as he currently leads the major leagues in that category. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or blow their saves, Ryan Presley allowed three runs to blow the save in the ninth versus the Angels. Carlos Estevez took advantage pitching the top of the 10th and earned his third win after the Angels walked it off in the bottom half. Trevor May pitched the ninth down by two and surrendered a run. David Bednar came on in the eighth to preserve a lead with inherited runners on base, but they both scored. Scott McGuff pitched the eighth down by one, but gave up two runs. And lastly, Evan Phillips pitched the ninth up by four after the offense tacked on three runs in the top of the ninth to ruin his save opportunity. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. Sunday's edition was written by yours truly. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Saturday, July 15th, a day in which we'll have a full slate of 15 games. My matchup of the day is Max Scherzer versus Bobby Miller as we have a future Hall of Famer versus a future ace. That should be fun to watch. The game on Saturday was a good one between the Mets and the Dodgers. In terms of probable starters, we've got eight guys in the auto start tier, including Max Scherzer. We also have Joe Ryan in Oakland, Garrett Cole in Colorado, and Zach Wheeler versus the Padres. Our probably starts tier has four guys, and our questionable starts tier has nine guys, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in J.P. Sears versus Minnesota. If he executes the Blake Snell blueprint of fastballs up and sliders down, he could go off versus a Twins team that is not great versus lefties. I'd also keep an eye out for Adrian Hauser in Cincinnati as the Reds lineup is historically cold. And also Tommy Henry in Toronto, who I mentioned earlier, struggles with home runs but could get lucky against a Blue Jays team that does not hit a lot of home runs versus left-handed pitchers. In terms of hitter suggestions, obviously, once again, we got to go Yankees hitters in Coors. It's the best hitting environment in baseball. I'd also go with Connor Joe versus Alex Wood. He has a 113 WRC plus versus lefties in his career, as well as a 420 average with a homer in 14 career at-bats versus Wood. And lastly, Kyle Farmer, again, I would suggest, who just hit a home run yesterday. He's taking on J.P. Sears, and he is a lefty masher. And lastly, we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. Felix Bautista has pitched on back-to-back days, but so has setup man Yenier Cano, so Danny Coulomb or Brian Baker will be the top options depending on matchups. Yoan Duran has pitched on consecutive days for the Twins, but so has setup man Griffin Jack, so it may be Jorge Lopez in the ninth today. Ryan Presley has pitched in each of the past two days, but so has Hector Neris, Brian Abreu, and Phil Maton, so it's possible Rafael Montero gets a shot at a save today. Devin Williams has gone on consecutive days, but so have setup man Yoel Piomps and Elvis Paguero, so Bryce Wilson may have a chance to add to his save total, and lastly, 
Camilo Duvall has gone on back-to-back -back days. So we could see one of the Rogers twins, Taylor or Tyler, close out a close win today. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to pitcherlist.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast. Bubba will be back with you on Monday and throughout the week, and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.